All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Toilets to Titles. This is episode number 198. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss 199. But then 200 is coming. Things are getting wild. The team is growing. Patreon just got another member this evening. The Gilded Chat is rocking. And once again, looking spiffy as all get out. <laughs> My co-host, Justin Stevens, at JustinFF underscore on the Twitter. Justin, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, Coach? So um, uh, just a heads up, I did get our fill-in for you for next week. Our our former boy from Toilets to Titles, Nate, is stepping in to fill in for you. So so we're bringing him back into uh, back back into the big seat and um, to try to fill your seat. But uh, so uh, so just uh, just as a quick, I just wanted to get this out of the way, man. Since we're gonna miss you next week, I'm not gonna get to see you next week. I wanted to throw out there next Friday is a really big milestone, a really big date. I wanted to let you know. I mean, it's not my story to tell, but I just want to let you know I'm really proud of your steps that you're making, man. So uh, uh, good for you for taking next week off, and uh, and I hope you enjoy it. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Some people uh, who know my story are aware of what Justin's talking about, and some people who aren't aware of my story, you can reach out sometime. Maybe maybe we'll have a conversation, but it is all good. And what's excellent is, well, I appreciate that first and foremost, and I appreciate everything you do for me you know, as a friend and as a partner here. But I also appreciate everybody in the chat. The chat is hopping right now. Fuego. Already. Yeah, so, so we, man, like, we do things a little differently at Toilets to Titles, so we decided we're going to do, last year we just started doing squares for, like, Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving, like we just squares are fun, man. Like it doesn't just have to be the Super Bowl. So now we're doing uh, spooky squares. So there's a game October 30th, Monday Night Football. We're filling up some squares, $5 a square. Reach out to me on the Twitter at Coach Chefs. If you're listening, you don't have Twitter, toilets to titles at gmail.com. I'll let you know which squares are filled and uh, I'll let you know, you know, which aren't. And you could tell me which one you want, how many you want. Usually we take a little bit of a cut you know, to help run T2T, but this is the first time we're doing squares this year. So it's full payout. All right. So, so no cut is going to T2T. And to be honest, we have a lot of support this year, a lot more than we've had in years past. Our Patreon is hopping. So we figure, I mean, it, it's a theme with us as the season's been going, we're, we're continually giving back. So spooky squares are hopping. Toilets titles.com is hopping. Our YouTube channel is banging. Make sure you like comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And, uh, Man, let, let, let's get this thing rocking and rolling, Justin. Justin, do you have anything to say before I start my long-winded instant reactions from week four? Uh, no, I mean, I had some instant reactions myself from my couch, and uh, and it looks like you hit them pretty well here. So uh, uh, so, th- so this will be fun, but let me know if you need me to tag in, man. I can read off some of them for you, too. All right, I'm going to let you take after Ayuk. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, a few players here, starting with Puka Nakua, who I had as a dude. Last week, I, I, I said 10 receptions. He only had nine. So he only made me look, he, he almost made me look brilliant. But that game-winning touchdown that was his ninth reception, absolutely phenomenal. 39 receptions for the season. Sur- surpassed Anquan Bolden, all right, for the most receptions ever by a player in his first four games. Pretty damn impressive. And Anquan Bolden did it. I think at that point, he was with the Arizona Cardinals. I think Arizona Cardinals was the beginning of his career, San Francisco was the end, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, still, it's a division rival for for the L.A. Rams. So it's impressive to break a record of somebody from a division rival. Both teams were division rivals. Speaking of division rivals to the Rams, Christian McCaffrey 
He scored a touchdown in 13 straight games, breaking a tie with Jerry Rice, who in 1987 for the longest for the 49ers. He's coming off a four TD performance, 27 touches, 177 total yards, and everybody's talking about Christian McCaffrey. How do you stop him? I don't think you can stop him via game plan. I think those 27 touches, those 177 yards, eventually are going to add up, and that is going to be what stops him. And I, I mean, 49ers are rolling. And I think they're the best team in the NFL. But be careful what how you use your weapons at this point of the season when you know you're going to be in the playoffs. You're trying to win ball games in January and February, and this isn't a cryptic. I'm just saying, right? You know, 27 touches, like in a game against the Arizona Cardinals. That yes, they, they beat the Cowboys, but the 49ers shouldn't have a problem with the Arizona Cardinals. I, I still really wish they would have let him have that that last touchdown though, just to get the the record. You yeah, know, uh, a 49ers team record. Yeah. That, that's that's a pretty big accomplishment. Man, I mean, well, he already broke Jerry Rice. So with the 13 straight <laughs> games, yeah. if he did that, if he did that in the same game, both of those. Oh well, yeah, he's a freak. Brock Purdy, other guy setting a record, sets a single game record for a complete percentage completion percentage, 20 of 21 at 95.2 percent. The previous record. With, with, as long as the player had 20 plus attempts with Steve Young in 1991, another hmm. former San Francisco 49er. Purdy's 12 and one in his career since taking over, and he's undefeated during the regular season. Brandon Ayuk, I'm pumping up the 49ers right now. My guy, Brandon Ayuk, he's the highest rated wide receiver in the NFL right now, per PFF. You look at his grade, highest rated wide receiver in the NFL. He's only played in three games, was banged up in one of them. And he's still the wide receiver 15 on the season for fantasy. So Brandon Ayuk, absolute stud. Keep starting him. Justin, I'll pass it to you. So the next guy up on your list is CJ Stroud. And of course, you're going to have a quick react to this. QB 10 through four weeks for the rookie. I mean, you you can't look past that, right? So um, uh, fourth in the NFL in passing yards, 1,212 yards with zero interceptions. This rookie is not making a lot of mistakes. Um, he's also not really missing a lot of passes either. Nico Collins. So, uh, uh, not a rookie, but may as well practically be for fantasy purposes. He's the fantasy wide receiver seven right now, uh, through four weeks, the fifth most receiving yards at 428 and 197 yards after the catch is number one in the NFL. It's a lot of big names up there that getting yak and he's number one. Raheem Mostert and Devon A chain, or I guess, Achin is what he wants to be called now, or a ch- really? Yeah, he, he evidently we've all been saying it wrong all this time. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it was he said he wants it pronounced, but I like Achin. I think it's it just rolls right off the tongue. So I'm going to keep rolling with Achin. So Devon Achin was the number one wide receiver, or number one running back for the Dolphins in Week Four. Sixty six percent snap share, forty two percent attempts, fifteen percent target share to Raheem Mostert's forty one snaps or 41% snaps, 37% attempts, and 15% target share. So both getting about the same amount of targets, but this shift is obviously happening, yes. and it's and it's happening quickly. So I, I kind of assumed that either they were going to run the wheels off of Mostert or they were going to try to save Mostert for the playoffs. It looks like they're they're doing neither. They're, they're going to continue to split and just keep giving the rookie a little bit more uh, at a time. So I said it. I released a short two weeks before the season. Yeah, you did. Raheem Mostert 
is a value at where he's being drafted and you can ride him for the first four weeks of the season. Go watch my short. That's exactly what I said. When did the shift start to take place? In week four. I'm not saying he's never going to have another running back one week, but I said it. Hopefully you listened. Hopefully you got him at ADP. And then hopefully when I told you to ship him out last week, you shipped him out for the best offer because, again, he's going to have boom weeks, but he's not reliable. You know what I mean? And and Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson. So I have two running back tandems back to back. Everyone was kind of starting to climb up that Roshan Johnson tree. All right, starting to get their shares. Everyone was kind of itching to put them into their lineup. Herbert had 41 snaps last week. Roshan had 15. Yeah. But well, broke my heart too because I I really thought this was going to be the breakout game. I still think that Roshan is the better talent. And, that, and that, that'll come. Herbert looks good, though. Herbert's got some solid numbers, but he's got 41 carries without a rushing TD. He's out of reception TD. His 41 carries without a rushing TD is fourth most in the NFL. Hmm. So it's coming. And that's it's, also an, an attribute to the bad offense as well. Well, I shout out to playing with house money. That's our sports gambling show with ice and Prue that comes out every Thursday. I'm putting some money on Ro- on, uh, on Khalil Herbert getting into the end zone. It's coming. Justin Fields, on the other hand, he scored 27.9 standard fantasy points with only four rushing attempts, which is something he doesn't do. That's the first time Fields has hit 15 fantasy points scored while running the ball five or fewer times. Wow. That's a stat. <laughs> right? Right? So that that is very interesting. Alvin Kamara, here's another stat for you. And I'm picking these most of these up off of Twitter. So shout out to everybody who, you know, I did some searching and I'm trying to put all this together for you all. So these aren't stats I've come up with on my own. I had to go to wiser brains, but there were stats that intrigued me and I'm passing them along to you. Alvin Kamara, 13 catches for 33 yards. That's the lowest yardage total in NFL history among players with 10 or more receptions. Yeah, I, I was shocked because I have Alvin Kamara in a couple leagues, and I right. was absolutely shocked he was piling up these points. And yeah. I was watching that particular game, right. I went back to watch it later. I was like, okay, "That's two I yards of reception." <laughs> so I didn't watch that game, but that means to me, short yardage receptions usually mean there's a DB or a linebacker right in your pocket, so mm-hmm. you're usually getting thumped. Did he get the break speed off of him during that game? I, I mean, there were, yeah, there were a lot of times where I was a little scared, but for the most part, no, like it was just, it was just really sloppy play, to be honest with you, from right. the whole offense. Right. All right. Let's move on to some more running backs. James Cook, 296 rushing yards is a seven most in the NFL, which through the first quarter, pretty damn impressive. He has 5.3 yards per carry, which is the fourth best in the NFL. And in week four, he had 75% of the snaps of the running backs in Buffalo inside the 10 yard line. So he's getting the short yardage, or rather, I wouldn't say that's short yardage, red zone snaps, 5.3 yards per carry. He's toting the rock. He's getting it done. I got him. I got him in Frankenstein. No, I'm sorry. I got him in SFB, Scott Fishbowl. And he, man, he, he's doing, I got Puka. I got Ayuk. So I, I got some guys that are, I got lucky with Puka. I, I invested in him early and I took some, some, some shots from some folks who said I might've put too much money in there, but man. When these wins are piling up, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. All right, Tony Pollard, th- this is a little concerning. His c- 311 yards are the fifth, fifth most in the NFL. His 73 carries are second most in the NFL. But last year, what I loved about Tony Pollard was his ability to make, or rather to force missed tackles. He had more forced missed tackles than Saquon Barkley last year in less rushing attempts. He's only got five missed tackles forced right now. 
the third fewest among backs with at least 40 snaps. Not, not encouraging. Mm. Yeah. Did you see what Jamar Chase had to say? <laughs> <laughs> he is always effing open. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and he said it with a giggle. All right. I mean, Joe, those, two, those two are good friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If I was Jamar Chase, I'd probably talk like that as well. Right. You know? So, so yeah, he was quoted saying that after the game with the giggle, he's not giving, he's not giving up on Burrow here. He said it, he believes in Joe. He, he, he knows where Joe's been, where he's gone, where he's going better than anybody. Jamar believes Jamar believes in himself and he believes in Joe <laughs> right now. Joe Burrow though, fantasy quarterback number 31. He is probably one of the most dropped players in fantasy football right now. Jamar chase is fantasy wide receiver number 42. So mm. if you've, if you've held on, hopefully you've been winning. But if you haven't been winning and you held on, I'm sure it's very devastating. Go, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, so uh, just before the show, like maybe like 10, 15 minutes before the show, I just made a big trade actually because I had Joe Burrow as my QB4 in a two QB league. So, um, so I've done a really good job of stockpiling quarterbacks in that league. I traded them off for Amon Ross St. Brown straight up PPR. Right, so right. Pretty excited about that one. Yeah, Amon Ross is a dude. You know who's not a dude? Chase Claypool. He's a dude who's been asked to stay home. The Bears are supposedly looking for a fifth or sixth. <laughs> Matt Eberflus told ESPN 1000 in Chicago that Chase Claypool will remain away from the team as the team prepares for his Thursday night matchup. So not looking good for him, man. He, he had a moment where he was like the next big thing. Yeah. And ever since that error, when they were in like a, they were running out of time, he had that big catch, he celebrated. You remember? And then it, it cost the Steelers an opportunity to win the game. Because yeah. they weren't able to rush up to the ball and spike it. It was all downhill from there. Right. So. Yeah, I feel bad for him, too. For yeah. a former Notre Dame player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, to me, it sounds like a guy Jerry Jones would have a lot of interest in. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so, so, but luckily, he's really not making those decisions anymore. It's mostly Steven. But I'm keeping my eye on the Chase Claypool situation. Because for a fifth or sixth, I could see the Cowboys kind of Checking the tires there. All right, we're almost done with this recap. Justin Herbert suffered a fractured finger on his left non-throwing hand, sources say. Finger also suffered a gruesome nail injury. In case you're interested in gruesome stuff, it is October. Herbert somehow finished the game, and with the bye, should not miss time. Kenny Pickett left the game with a knee injury. He should be fine Sunday versus the Ravens. We'll check out on that. Justin, I got a question for you. Jonathan Taylor, what do you think the next few weeks will look like for Jonathan Taylor? Is he going to be playing? Is he going to be a Colt? Or is it going to continue just to be him nowhere around the organization? Man, I, w I wish I had the answer to this. I, I really like every all of the news that we're hearing from local talk radio and everything is pretty much just that he's eligible to return. They've they've lifted the uh, the IR. Um, you know, they have the 21 days left to return, but they're saying he's going to return to practice tomorrow. We're still not hearing anything from Jonathan Taylor himself or anybody right. in his camp. Right. So. Is that wishful, hopeful thinking? Is that just them saying, hey, he can come back, and then when he doesn't, they can say, see, it's on him, it's not on us? Like, the, with Ursay and, and the way this whole situation's gotten, the guy's just gotten gone, you know, right. crazy. Right. We don't know what he's thinking. We don't know what his plan is here. So the hope is that he'll be here, honestly, because right. at 2-2, two and two, we're still tied with all the other teams in the division for the division lead right now with Jonathan Taylor on this roster, we've actually got a shot at winning this division. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. there. we'll, we'll, we'll know for sure tomorrow. And then I'm sure you'll get some, some updates in the, uh, in the gilded chat. 
Yeah, Justin is uh he's demanding JT answers. And Justin mentioned <laughs> the Gilded Chat. The Gilded Chat, we have over 240 members in there. Everyone in the comments right now during the live stream, it's all in the Gilded Chat. So these are we're kind of just continuing conversations we've been having all day. We're in there talking fantasy football, NFL, gambling, college football. We're talking giveaways, we're talking squares, anything you could think of. Yeah. The community is growing. We'd love you to be a part of it. Reach out to me on email, toilets2titles at gmail.com. Reach out to me on the Twitter, at Coach Sheps, and we will get you in there. It is free. It's absolutely free. You join. You become a member of the Title Tribe. I'm hoping JT comes back because I picked him up in a lot of places because I figured, you know what, I can survive early in the season, and when he comes back, I'll be a shot in the arm. And in those situations, I did survive. And in some of them are doing very well but I'll do even better when Jonathan Taylor is there. One yeah. of the situations I have Najee Harris and he has been a complete disaster. I'd love to be able to put Jonathan Taylor at one of my running backs and Jerome Ford as my two and get and put, put Najee Harris on the bench. So Najee probably one of the most Joe Burrow and Najee Harris, two of my votes for uh, most disappointing fantasy asset through the first quarter of the season. But maybe we'll talk about that some more in Gilded after the show. All right, let's recap games of the week. Recap week four. Justin, you're still losing? You got yeah. 79 points against. Yeah, go ahead. I feel, like, I, I feel like you've actually fudged the numbers a little bit to be generous for me to make it seem not so bad. Like It doesn't seem like you should even have 38 points. But I'll, well, I'll take it. Bills-Dolphins was a 28-point differential. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, you only had 10 points after three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then that was a big a big miss. So if, if you guys are new to the show, me and Justin, we kind of pick our favorite game of the week. And then at the end of the year, we kind of do a little – so it's a competition throughout the season. And then we usually put something on the line. And it's the, the person who picks throughout the season the games with the least points differential – is the winner. Justin's got 79 points differential. I got 38. I had Dolphins at Bills. It was a great game. Wasn't as as good as I anticipated. But you had Lions-Packers, and that one was interesting. Yeah, and uh, uh, it didn't come down to the wire like I had hoped, but I, I did gain on you at least 14-point difference there, so I gained 14 on you this week, but 34-20, uh, uh, um, not quite the, uh, the high-scoring game on both ends that I had expected. So, What's your game of the week this week? So it's pretty rare that I ever actually select the Colts to be the game of the week. I, I probably maybe one to three times a year. And this is definitely got, it has to be one because of the whole Jonathan Taylor aspect here. So uh, I, I, I got to see him on the field. I got to see what that entails. I also have to see how much is Zach Moss going to be involved if Jonathan Taylor does actually play? Uh, you got to figure they're going to take it a little bit easy. You don't want Jonathan Taylor to come out and blow a hammy just because he's not used to field play yet. But yeah, um, but over especially the if you're interested in trading him, you yeah, can't you yeah. can't let him get hurt. Exactly. Um, so of course that that means I've I've chosen the Titans at the Colts, the one o'clock game, and uh, um, and then and I actually got to choose before you this time, and I almost chose your game of the week, but I felt like I should probably leave it to you uh, just just out of respect because it, it's going to be a hell of a game. And I, I usually never pick the Cowboys too because I think it's a jinx. And up until this week, I was talking a big game saying in the survivor pool, which there's only 13 people left out of 40, I was going to pick the 49ers this week because to me it felt like a win-win. If the 49ers win, I got them in the survivor pool. If they lose, I'll gladly, I'll gladly get knocked out of the survivor pool yeah. if the Cowboys win. 
but I, I couldn't take it. I didn't touch it. Yeah. I saw you take the Colts, and I'm like, all right, it's an oop to me to take my Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys, Niners. It's going to be a slobber knocker. I think the Cowboys have a bad taste in their mouth. I think the 49ers currently are a better team than the Cowboys. I think due to high intensity and you know level of frustration of being knocked out by the 49ers the past few years, due to the 49ers not having a loss yet, coming in hot, you know, maybe the 49ers expecting to beat the Cowboys. So the Cowboys could probably catch them. But I just think the 49ers overall, their makeup stronger than the Cowboys right now. But I'm hoping as the season goes on and some of these young players, their offensive line has some continuity. These injuries are kind of worrying me. I'm hoping this is part one of a two-part matchup. And the second part matchup is the one that matters. You know what I mean? So Cowboys Niners Sunday night football. Justin, why don't you talk about our sponsor rival fantasy? Yeah, so speaking of matchups, uh, Nate and I have a, a weekly show friendly fire where we, uh, we talk about rival matchups and uh, every week we usually bet a matchup against each other. And I think he got the best of me this week. Um, but, uh, um, but the way rival works, it's a fantasy sports betting website. It's the new evolution of fantasy sports betting because it's not like your your typical fantasy sports bets. Uh, so with with rival fantasy, uh, if you want to, uh, I believe we've got a banner for it. If you want to look for that, we've got uh, joinrival.com/slash/title-tribe, and uh, and when you go to joinrival.com/slash/title-tribe, your first deposit of up to two hundred dollars is going to be matched. And an additional twenty five dollars just for using that link, uh, just and and that that's all going to go into your your bonus money. And every time you bet money, you see bonus money there. I, I got on there and looked this morning. I have sixteen dollars of bonus money. I still haven't burned through all my bonus money yet. So um, bonus free yeah, real estate. When they when they're giving you two hundred and twenty five free dollars, it's kind of right. hard to burn through all of it pretty quickly. So I love any opportunity to use that gift. It's free real estate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Rival fantasy. We love you. We appreciate you. And I'm doing pretty well in my rival fantasy leagues. I'm in three this year. I'm doing all right. One of them, I started out a little slow. We got a few wins this week. The DK Metcalf situation. I needed him to score more than six and less than 14. He scored at 13. So oh, both nice. of those sits, dude, it was, I woke, I went to bed at halftime last night. I thought I was done. And I, and I won both those games, so nothing's better than that. All right, I, I want to announce the week five buys. It's likely you already know if you got these players in your lineup, but I want to announce it before Justin talks about some of the players he's going to recommend you stream. So if you have players for these teams, you need to listen in closely to what Justin is going to say to you shortly. Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers all have a buy. Justin, streamers, let's go. Yeah, so um, uh, the streamers – I, the four streaming positions, quarterback, tight end, kicker, and defense. Those are the big streaming positions. Hopefully you drafted heavy at wide receiver and running back as you should to try to win your redraft leagues. But for this week, my stream of the week at quarterback is Joshua Dobbs because, oddly enough, he's owned and he's still owned, I believe it was like 30% of uh, leagues right now that he's actually rostered in. So, um, And obviously we're talking mostly one-quarterback leagues, but even in two-quarterback leagues, I'm seeing him available. He gets uh, he gets kind of a depleted Cincinnati team right now. So since they're they're still kind of wobbling and, and trying to figure things out, you get Dobbs, who is currently a top end QB two in fantasy. But after considering his first game, where he, he had just pretty much joined the team two weeks prior and was still trying to learn the offense, if you throw that out, he's actually the QB four overall. And then he 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 hit 
a pass that was a beautiful pass right up the middle, right at the goal line to Zach Ertz, who was wide open, obviously going to just walk into the end zone at the end of the game. It wouldn't have figured anything uh, on the game. They still would have lost. But had Ertz caught that pass, you're looking at uh, Joshua Dobbs, who would have been the QB2 overall in the last three weeks uh, if, you t- if you took out that, that first weekend points per game. So obviously Dobbs is making some magic happen. And, and like I said, the Bengals are a team that's that's treading water right now. Uh, so just before they sink, the Cardinals are are out there like a bunch of hungry sharks and, and they're actually trying to play to win. So go get your Dobbs and uh, and uh, be thankful for it later. Um, Jake Ferguson, the credit to the I'm going to credit George for this one because I was already going to put Jake Ferguson on here, but he used Jake Ferguson as his tight end for actually uh, going out for waiver claims. But you could still use him as a streamer this week as well. So I'm going to go ahead and just read off what he put on the waiver wire. One, one second. Hey. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted to include that. So go ahead. Tell them where they can find that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So the that was four hour Patreons um, and that Patreon episode. Also, and a beautiful PDF doc in case you don't like the audio visual that we uh, give you on patreon.com slash toilet titles. Um, uh, Joe, our buddy Joe puts together a PDF doc. If you'd rather prefer to read it, maybe you're at work. You can't you can't watch the pod. You can read through the doc while you're setting your waivers because we know we all do that at work. It's fine. Uh, But uh, uh, but again, that's patreon.com slash toilet titles. Um, right now, Jake Ferguson's still only rostered in 51% of leagues. So half of the leagues out there, you should be able to go pick him up to stream him. So after catching just five of 11 targets thrown his way for 22 yards in the first two weeks of the season, he's been much more efficient these last two weeks. Ferguson has caught five of seven in week three and all seven passes thrown his way this week for a career high 77 yards. Ferguson's been a consistent factor, meaning like a whole lot of targets as a viable starter. Um, So uh, also, and then I added this also, I'm not just streaming him against the 49ers this week. I am, I'm going to hold him for the rest of the season as well. So, uh, so you got that. And I even like, I even messaged you when we were about halfway through that Cowboys game, I was like, dude, Ferguson's heating up because you've been on this man since before the Cowboys even drafted him. I think he was one of those guys you kind of spoke into existence to come to the Cowboys. You tend to do that a lot. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So kicker, Brandon, uh, Brandon Aubrey, again, another Dallas Cowboy here. uh, But again, I chose him for good reason this time. 34% rostered. This is an absolute slam dunk pick when it comes to your kickers for streaming this week. The Cowboys face the 49ers in week five. And with two of the top defenses in the league, both going head to head, if they are both on point, if both defenses are on point, um, then they're bound to have a lot of field goal attempts in this game. Oh, and by the way, Aubrey is currently the number two kicker in points per game and has he's made 22 kicks of his 23 attempts has only missed being an extra point back in week one. Can I, can I say something about Brandon Aubrey to kind of, absolutely. so all we've been hearing about is the Cowboys struggles inside the red zone. But if you listen to now about them, Cowboys that released yesterday morning, they're getting into the red zone at a rate higher than 31 teams or 30 teams in the NFL. So they're the second highest red zone. So they're getting there. They're not getting in the end zone. So who does that help? Yeah. Brandon Aubrey. <laughs> yep. The, the, and he's a machine. Uh, isn't he the guy that, that uh, they picked up off of like a professional soccer team or something? Yeah, he went to Notre Dame. He was a soccer player at Notre Dame. Well, there you and, go. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they, he converted to football. 
rocking like 65 yard field goals and warmups. <laughs> uh, let's see. So my defensive stream this week is the Detroit Lions. They're rostered in 4.7 percent of leagues. They are currently a top 10 defense in points per game and have the sixth most sacks on the season and have given up the fourth fewest yards on the season. Uh, in week five, they face the Panthers, who have given up the 18th most fantasy points to opposing defenses. This should be a very high floor uh, defensive play for your uh, for your fantasy team. So uh, Detroit Lions are my streaming defense for this week. Man, uh, I'm streaming defenses probably in 75% of the leagues I'm in. I think, I think 25% of the leagues I'm in, I got the Cowboys. Everyone else, if I didn't get the Cowboys, I'm streaming. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, another one to consider, and, yes, and this, this will help end your your streaming problems uh, at defense. If you have the roster space, go pick up the Buccaneers right now. They're on by this week, mm-hmm. but actually, don't don't do it right now. Wait until after the waivers run. Yes because nobody's going to pick them up and spend fab on them. So you can get them for free just after the waivers run. Like if you're a degenerate like me and the waivers run at 3 a.m. and you set an alarm on your phone for 3.35 just so that you can – beat everybody to the pick to to pick through the ones that were left and then you go back to bed um the the buccaneers defense are likely still going to be sitting there you're going to get them for free and they're the, they're a top 3 defense right now yes. and it's it's not like they've played chump teams they haven't played a great schedule but also they're in the NFC South and they were uh they they weren't a great team last year so they have an easier schedule so that schedule is going to be that way all season right. It's so like, who cares if they're a bad defense if they're getting you a lot of fantasy points? So pick right. them up, hold them for, for the rest of the season. You may not have to stream very much. And another scenario is probably teams that have the Buccaneers currently are going to drop them tomorrow morning to stream another defense. So now you will wait again. Do not put a claim in for them because on Sunday, it'll open back up. Yeah. Sunday when they become available, yep. then you will pick them up for free. So just yep. play, play your cards right. This is chess, not checkers. Go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good, good call, Justin. All right. Dudes and, <laughs> dudes and duds for the week. Man, are you, I, I, I've been going out on a limb for, for one player every week. And this week, I'm going out on a limb for Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson at the Denver Broncos. And this is given the Denver Broncos defense just had Justin Fields score the most points he's ever scored with less than four carries. So he's throw, they throwing the ball. Zach Wilson was on the money. He had some back shoulder dimes. I don't know if you watched that Chiefs game, but he had some dots. I was very impressed with the way he was moving the football. And I'm also hearing the way some people are kind of talking about him around the NFL. It's like those leaves are starting to fall. Things are starting to change. I'm hearing some whispers. Zach Wilson may be a buy. I'm thinking he's going to roll against the Denver Broncos. All right, but don't kill me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Just, hey man, I, I hope you're right because that right. vampire league I set up for our right. Patreons, anybody that beats me in that league, I'm I'm buying their way into the Frankenstein, you know? Right. Dude, that team is horrible. I didn't realize because I'm I'm not you know well versed in the vampire league, so I didn't realize yeah. that having uh, uh having it make it making it a super flex makes it that even more difficult. So Zach Wilson's one of my two quarterbacks in that league. Um, so uh, I'm really hoping that you're right because I need a win bad or it's going to get out of hand really quick. Man, and, and the uh, the Broncos are letting up the they've let up the sixth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks this year. So that's yeah. something else to keep an eye on. Anthony Richardson versus the Tennessee Titans. Richardson's coming off a 200 passing yard, two touchdown performance against a surprisingly stingy 
LA Rams defense this week at home. He faces a much weaker Titans team. I expect him to have one of those signature rookie performances. This is going to be a performance after the season's all said and done. And we're watching Anthony Richardson highlights. A lot of those are going to be from this game. Next, Brian Robertson. Two weeks ago, I told you he's going to have a tough two weeks. He's got some two bad matchups. Behold, and if you don't roster Brian Robinson within those two weeks, when the manager of Brian Robinson starts to panic, trade for him. Hopefully now you have him or you held on to him. Start him against the Chargers, Char- uh, Chicago Bears this week. After Robinson's brief stint on my dud list due to the strength of his opponents, he's back with the dudes. He'll continue to lead the commander's rushing attack and be facing a Bears defense that is one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. Next, Devon H. I, I don't know how he wants to pronounce. I'm just going to continue with A-Chain until I get it down. At the New York Giants, I'm riding this wave, man. Get on board. He finished RB1 in week three, RB4 in week four. Absolutely on fire. He's been giving more opportunities than Raheem Mostert. I expect him to keep rolling. I'm starting him. He'll be top five again this week. Brandon Ayuk first, my Dallas Cowboys. We're in the midst of Brandon Ayuk's breakout campaign. I fully expect Brandon to secure the bag this offseason. No better way to earn that money than to have a monster performance on Sunday night against America's team. It's coming. Puka Nakua versus Philadelphia Eagles. He's back-to-back dude. One of those, he's just, every year there's kind of a guy like this, Cordero Patterson, during mm-hmm. I think our first year of T2T, was one of those guys I kept putting in because he just kept being a dude. Puka yeah. Nakua, I don't mind putting him on the dudes list every week because he the ADP wasn't there. He was a waiver claim. So you earned that right. We're going to put him on the dudes list. He's going to prove me right again. Eagles secondary has not been great, and Puka has been practically matchup proof. Start your Pukas. Tight end, Dalton Kincaid versus Jacksonville Jaguars. In week four, Kincaid saw more snaps than Dawson Knox for the first time in his young career. Now Kincaid heads to London. and be up against the Jaguars defense that's just allowed Jonu Smith to go for 100 yards, nearly 100 yards on six catches. All right, start up Dalton Kincaid. Let's go down to Duds. Dak Prescott at the San Francisco 49ers. Dak Prescott has been playing very well and has put together some efficient performances, but that doesn't move the needle in fantasy football. I think Dak will be efficient. I think he'll be good enough to win this ball game. I think he'll eventually break out and have some monster performances, but this isn't going to be the week. Trevor Lawrence at the Buffalo Bills. Lawrence was one of the players I was expecting to break out during the 2023 season, and that has not been the case. He only has 943 yards, and even worse, four passing touchdowns. I was not expecting that. I thought through four weeks he'd have six, seven, eight. In week five, he faces a Bills defense that is allowing the second fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks per week running back Kyron Williams versus the LA Rams Williams went for 100 plus rushing yards in week four added two rushing touchdowns on the day fantasy managers are likely ready to slot him in as a weekly starter RB2 or RB1 I don't think it's going to happen this week against the Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Carter that deep that Eagles front four they're phenomenal I just can't I can't start Williams there Damian Pierce at the Atlanta Falcons Pierce has seen 64 carries and eight receptions through four weeks, but his production has been less than stellar. Pierce is averaging a, a measly 2.8 yards per carry, and he will bring that average with him into Atlanta, where he'll face a defense that is one of the top rushing defenses in the league, which I didn't think that was possible for Atlanta this year. Wide receiver Devontae Adams at the Green Bay Packers, or rather, verse the Green Bay Packers. So this is, I might be going out on a limb here as well. <laughs> Devontae Adams failed to finish as a top 15 wide receiver in week four against the LA Chargers. 
And that defense has allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers at this point in the season. Adams will face the Green Bay Packers, who are coming off a loss and who would like nothing more than to shut Devontae down. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton versus the New York Jets. He was briefly on my dude's list, immediately on my dud's list. Just when I started to believe in Cortland Sutton, he dropped a five-reception, 37-yard performance. This week, Sutton will see a lot of Sauce Gardner. It's never a recipe for success. Finally, Cole Komet, Washington Commanders. Cole Komet finished tight end one week four, compiling 85 yards and two touchdowns and seven receptions. Unfortunately for Komet, he'll be facing a Washington Commanders defense that has allowed the fourth-fewest points to opposing tight ends this season and just held Dallas Goddard to 25 total yards. Justin, tell our listeners about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Toilets of Titles. I mentioned a little bit ago, but what I didn't mention is that we have several different levels for you to uh, to join in on. The $1.50 level gets you into our Gilded Chat. It gets you into the title tri- as a Title Tribe member into uh, like an invite into the Frankenstein. But also it gets you into those drawings for some of the free giveaways that we do. Uh, the giveaway we're doing today is not necessarily Patreon, but we have done a lot of Patreon giveaways recently. And uh, that gets you into the, the level for some of those giveaways. If you want to get in on more of those giveaways, you're going to bump up to the $3 level, which also gives you exclusive chat in the Gilded Chat driven by you, the, the, uh, the Patreon members. The $5 level is the one that I think is probably the best deal because you also get that waiver wire episode, which is absolutely crucial this time of year with all the bye weeks popping up. And we have three other levels as well. It just keeps going up and up and and you get more and more offered to you as you uh, as you enter in $10 level free entry into Frankenstein next year. Uh, There's always swag. John's always posting pictures of. Uh, all the uh, the post office trips that he's making. So uh, we're always giving away stuff. So uh, um, so please join patreon.com slash toilets of titles. And are we ready for yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the five the the five star Apple podcast review giveaway. John, this was your idea. I'll let you uh, take it away from here, but uh, but I'm super excited and I've got the wheel ready, man. All right. So everyone that within the last two weeks submitted a five star Apple review dm'd it to me on gilded you are entered into a giveaway and that winner will get a 25 dollars gift card to one of our affiliates fanatics where you can buy memorabilia merchandise all sorts of good stuff before we do that giveaway i'm going to release or rather reveal what our next giveaway is okay yeah. our next giveaway can you can you could enter up to 20 times Ooh. okay Yes. So this giveaway is for those of you who like and comment on anything on YouTube from this day forward. Yeah. Prove to me you liked or commented on an episode. You can like and comment up to 20 times until October 10th. You send me all of those, the proof that you did up to 20, and you'll be entered for as many times, right? So does that makes sense. I don't need to explain yeah. that any further. Okay. Yeah. And what you can win is a $25 gift card to Fanatics. And the runner-up, rather the person who wins next, is going to get free square in the spooky squares. And that number is number 13. We're giving number 13 away in the spooky squares. (laughs) So like and comment up to 20 times. Let me know in Gilded. You will be entered for a chance to win one of two things. So Twitter fingers, YouTube fingers, get in YouTube starting now. Likes and comments on past episodes, including tonight's episodes. And I, I need Dustin just said one, two. So you can only comment once on an episode. 
Okay. So in these in the live stream don't count. After the stream, comments after the fact, likes after the fact, but we do love seeing you in the stream. All right. L- let's let's give away this fanatics gift. Button. You guys are just lucky that you're Patreon supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So Whoa, I've got the wait, let me let me let's get, get this down. That. <laughs> got it got all it. right um so i've got the wheel up you guys i i mean uh amazon is an affiliate so we'll leave this one up go to leave it up. titles.com click on the uh, amazon link there because i mean uh, with halloween here that means you're buying halloween candy you can get that on amazon right? right i mean you can go to our website click on the amazon link and then buy your your halloween candy candy and it gives a little bit of a kickback to us so or your costumes Oh, yeah, your costumes. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So I like to shuffle three times before we get rolling. And here we go. Ooh, it clicked at the end. Christian Mc. Christian was- McMean. So can someone tag him in Gilded? Let him know to reach out to me. Christian, you are the winner of the day. And if no one knows how to tag him, just tag coach and write his name, Christian Mick. I'll reach out to him in Gilded after the show. So there he goes. All right. So this uh, this giveaway is finished. Next is the likes and comments giveaway. So get entered next week's episode. I won't be here, but I'll help Justin get it all set up. We got Shane Mick in here. Should I trade Roshan Johnson and James Conner for Tank Dell and Garrett Wilson? If it was Dynasty, I would. In Man, in redraft... That's hard to say. DeAndre Swift and Brian Robinson are his other running backs. If you, get redraft, Garrett- if, if you need wide receiver in yeah. redraft, then absolutely, especially depending on who your other two uh, running backs are. Yeah. DeAndre Swift. Go ahead. Go get Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. All right, Christian's in here. So, I Christian, like- DM me on Gilded. I'll, I'll get you all set up, man. I'll send it to you digitally. All right. All right. Let, let's wrap up this episode, Justin. This time next week, what will you be saying? All right, so this time next week, I'm going to be saying, is the Wolfman coverage completely unstoppable in the Frankenstein, or is there anything we can do to slow this man down? Good luck. Good luck, man. My <laughs> roster is coming together nicely. Uh, what I'm going to be saying this time next week, the Cowboys need a win against the Chargers so they don't go into the bye at 500. Four and two is much better than three and three. Justin, what'd you learn from the show today? All right, so from today's show, I learned that Jamar Chase is always flipping open. I learned that Zach Wilson is a phenomenal quarterback. I learned that Coach and I are going to have a little rival bet uh, um, where I'm going to take Devontae Adams and he's going to take Brandon Ayuk. Deal. I'm in. Yeah. Shout out to rivals. Yeah. Sign me up. Hey, <laughs> I love those rival games. Give yeah. me some Devontae Adams. Hell yeah. Everybody in the chat, if you want to get in on that rival bet, reach out to us in the rival thread in Gilded. We'll set it up, man. If you disagree or agree with anything we're talking about on the show and you want to set up a rival bet, you all got the rival app. You all got free money because they matched your, you know, go go ahead, Justin. Or send us the bet. Send, send yeah. us rival bets. And if we don't like them, we won't accept them, but we'll usually probably accept them. And and that's Coach Shep's T to T and Justin T to T. Send all us right. those bets. All right, man. This chat was hopping. I do truly appreciate everybody who was in there tonight. I appreciate everybody who's in the title tribe, in the chat. 
We are talking all week fantasy football, NFL. You know, we're putting in a lot of work behind the scenes, you know, and, and things get busy and things get tedious. And sometimes it's hard to do harder to do things than it is other weeks. You know, some weeks doing this stuff is easy, but some weeks it's a little difficult. And the weeks that it's difficult for me, having the community I've built and the friendships I've built and we've built, it makes it so much easier. And I appreciate everybody. I'm looking forward to growing together as a community. I'm looking forward to welcoming everyone who wants to join this family. Reach out to us on the Twitter. I'm at Coach Chefs. The show is toiletstitles at gmail.com. Justin's at JustinFF underscore. We will catch you all later on. Take care.